Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back on our franchise. This is the fourth installment, Alien Resurrection, which came out in 1997. It's an IMDb of 6.2, a Metascore of 63, Rotten Tomatoes of 54% tomato meter, 39% audience. Had a $75 million budget. Domestically, $47,795,658. Worldwide, $161,376,069. Was directed by uh, Jean-Pierre Junette. Written by Joss Whedon. Which... Right there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a rumor that, not, well, Josh, Josh Whedon said that he did it his way, but the director changed it. Is that what happened? Josh Whedon came out and said that his script was more lighthearted. Yes. Not as dark, I guess, which doesn't really fit with the franchise going forward. I don't know why. I mean, it seems like an odd pick to write this movie. Oh, and even at the same time, once you already jumped straight into it, but let's get our drinks down. Oh, yeah. I just jumped right to it. I, um, because we're just back to the huge. I drank those margaritas like I told you last night. So I went back to McMaster's and Diet Pepsi. What's your St. Patty's Day? You didn't do Jameson. You didn't do Guinness. You didn't do. No, I just went with the green jello shots and stuff like that. You just said theme of green. Okay, yeah. well, that's cool. That's cool. Because I was not in a whiskey mood yesterday. I wanted to do something different. Plus, most of the people that come over yeah, don't we're drink gr- whiskey. Yeah, so. most of the girls, they drink just tequila. So that was my other idea why I did that. Well, I um, just got home. Um, long day. We all know what it's like in the business that we're in. Yeah. So I literally walked in and grabbed um, some gin. Uh, Going to go with some uh, good old Costco gin. And I made myself a gin and tonic, but I threw some raspberries in it just to kind of give it a little flavor because I didn't have any lime or cucumber. <laughs> yeah. So I was very upset about that. But then I realized that that's the last of my diet tonic. So I already pulled out a bottle of Menage a Trois uh, Red the, the red blend? S- the soft silk red blend. Okay, I really like that one because that one has the more Pinot Noirs, I think, in it, right? Yep. Yeah. So that be- yeah, so that being said, I have uh, that sitting on the counter waiting for me to just do the beck and call. To the Did you open it already it. so it could breathe? Well, I'm going to well, – I still got three-fourths of a drink here. <laughs> well, you should just... open a bottle of wine in 10 minutes, 20 minutes before. Just let it breathe. No, well, I got also pour it in the. Unless you got I, an aerator, do you have an aerator? I got an aerator. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, you don't have to do that. Then. No, I have the aerator <laughs> because I used to sell. Oh well, on the you know when you do the side hustles, I have those all those. I have the aerator and the whole vacuum pump cork thing, all that stuff. So I'll just do the aerator when I ask them to do it for me. Yeah. I'm like, yep. That's, but I think I need it. That it's either aerator or let it breathe for like ten minutes. But yeah. 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 I mean, I was going to just, I was like, oh, I just, because I do, I was scrambling trying to figure out what I was going to drink. And then, you know, the next thing you know, I was like, yep, I only have this much, whatever. And I'm like, I know if I can have this, I can go, I'll be fine going to the wine. Yeah. Okay. So now we're getting into this because we already straight jumped into this. Yeah, we already did. We went straight to the, we went to the Joss Whedon. And he, he, you know, the fact that he wrote it. And, you know, once again, for all those people out there that forgot who he is, <laughs> he wrote Buffy the Vampires, you know, the series Buffy the Vampires. He did Firefly. I mean, he's he is definitely a lighter hearted. But at the same time, I think he has that little twist, you know, the comedy drama twist. I think he don't, he can go 
light, but well, his comment that he said that um, the director changed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I just, I keep on, I keep on trying to understand why they chose Jean Pierre Jeanot. Jeanot. Okay, I'm, I'm probably. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. <laughs> one of those. I mean, sorry, out there. Because I look at his filmography. You know, you got Delicatessen. I mean, there, and he had two movies underneath his belt, and then they choose him to do Alien, Resurrection. At this point in time, Alien, you know, phenomenon, you know, yeah. whatever. Alien Resurrection, not <laughs> Alien Resurrection, Aliens better than the first we all have agreed upon this even though yeah. i wanted to say alien was i think was it's on be- the board i think it's on the board <laughs> um and then alien 3 for what it was worth was to me was was when she died was the cap of the trilogy and she's dead yeah you know? I, I agree and completely. It, you know sometimes you know three is just there to wrap up the loose end so now we got a four out there so and I'm like, how are you going to do a four? She's dead. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. But for what, at that point in time, huge trilogy. So you're going to give this rookie director almost carte blanche to even, at this point in time, Joss Whedon was pretty established, I think. Don't you think by this time? As a writer, yeah. Yes, he was. And and you're, not, you're letting a rookie director... You know, just kind of like change. I, you know, it's a seventy-five million dollar budget. It's nothing. Yeah, I I would imagine. I would certainly imagine that there was a bunch of studio interference as well, just like in the last one. Yeah. It, once again, you know, maybe sometimes I think you know you have the bosses upstairs and the bosses downstairs. You know, you have a little bit of everything. You know, production value, whatever. But. To lose money. Well, technically it didn't lose money because when you look at worldwide, it broke even, but then you got the marketing thing going in there. But I just feel like, how did they, I don't even know how they chose him for this. He, I, I really don't know. I mean. Are we still the, talking about the director? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we're talking about the, the movie City of Lost Children, which was one of his prior movies, is a fantastic yes. film. Absolutely, that's what I said. I mean, he has the two underneath his belt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but again, I don't know if that warrants giving you a $75 million tentpole franchise film. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if you have like a, say you have two underneath the belt that are pretty good. In my thoughts, somebody that has that high of a budget, like, okay, this guy's doing pretty good. He's on upcoming... He's, he might be able to kill this movie. Like, you know, the third one is going to be the freaking, like, third one's a charm, you know? That's how they always say it. So in my head, I'm like, maybe they t- rolled the dice on this one saying, all right, like, he's on a kicker. Let's just let him do his thing. That's my mindset. Like, you know, that's, I think that's how Hollywood <laughs> thinks sometimes because they do give people, directors, a mo- like a high-budget film. And if it hits, then that's their career. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, like, that was his chance as as a director. This was his what to do it, and then it flopped, and then he fucking failed. Well, I mean, he did go on to make Amelie, which was a fucking yeah, but like he could have probably went off and done better. Yeah, like this, but people are probably like, "Oh, dude, he did this movie. Oh, yeah, Uh, let's hold off on that idea for a minute." But if that movie actually was good, he's like, holy crap, he has three great movies. He, what else would he have made? What else would he have done? I mean, I know he made the one, but that's because he made a shitty movie. Yeah. I don't know. I that's just, where my mindset goes. You know, that's where I'm saying whatever, you know. I'm getting, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from, but just... Sometimes I just have a hard time understanding how a franchise chooses um, an unknown director. Even at that point in time, this is one of his, this is Joss Whedon, one of his first scripts too. I mean, he was fairly established, but not that established. You know, you know. Right. later on, he, he goes on to do so much more that he's an icon from, you know. Mm. But it's just, when do they make, 
you know, did they already decide we're going to make this, we're going to do what we want to do, or at the same time, are they saying, okay, are we choosing these younger people so we can control them? That could be. Get them under studio contract and do all that. Yeah. Let them do this. You know, we'll give them this if they do this for us, you know, and that's the whole point. I, like I said, it's a lot, it's hard to decide, you know, what makes those decisions. I just did not see them choosing him to be a sci-fi director based on the two he had underneath his belt, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, once again, I think we've explored that right there. So let's go ahead back to the actual alien resurrection itself. Yeah. Who wants to jump? You jump in. Go ahead. Um. So, I <clears throat> we watched a few reviews. That's why we had, were like 15 minutes late, give or take. But okay. This guy basically said it. The first 50 minutes is kind of just bullshit. Like there's just all these scientists and experiments, and they see like that it's actually um, they're trying to. What's the word I'm looking for? Like re- clone, clone, recreate, uh, recreate the girl. Oh, I can't remember her name. Right Ripley. Now. Ripley. Ripley. I want to call her Riley real quick, but uh, <laughs> uh, but Ripley, um, she is uh the one that killed herself because she had the um the queen queen inside, inside of her. I was gonna call it something else, but. Um, but yeah, she had the queen inside of her. Well, now mm-hmm. it's 200 years later and they're fucking up all these different clones and then it goes into a rebirth. That was mm-hmm. one idea in this movie that I did like how Yeah. They I mean kind of genetically swapped like the alien is now able to give a live birth and Ripley is kind of enhanced has somewhat acid blood, not quite to the level that the aliens do, but I mean, they just kind of swapped. But at the same time, perfect quote by, oh my God, what's his name? Oh my God, he's been in so many other movies. Oh, the one scientist that eventually gets his head bit off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. He goes, she's something of a little predator, isn't she? (laughs) And And that's perfectly quoted for me because once again, you know, we went from alien, you know, alien where she was, you know, not really the victim or the heroine or the Jamie Lee Curtis of alien. She survived yep. based on whatever to alien, you know, to where she was, she became the aggressor. She went out, you know, she became that ultimatum person to alien three where she sacrifices her for how she is the hybrid mix of becoming the, the predator herself. She has now become the predator where she is actually a couple of the sequences where she's preying upon the humans herself. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing phases her. You know, she is human and alien mixed together. With, well, not like in the test tubes that we see later on, but she has got that enhanced, um, you know, insp- I don't want to, I don't want to compare her to this movie, but because once again, here's another movie species, Yeah. you know, or you have the pure one. And then next, you know, we have like the alien hybrids or whatever later on where they're a little, they're better they're more adapted but they still have their human limitations this i felt like she had her human limitations she showed them later on with her emotions but the fact that she's stronger aggressive healing you know we almost see for lack of a, a better way that i want to go with this we almost see what the company or the government now want to do with this alien I mean, that's you why would, they've been seeking after it. Yeah. You would she think that, but then I don't, yeah. I don't understand why they were so, I mean, and obsessed hence. with the alien itself when they should have been more focused on doing what they already did. Well, they, they crossed her. Yeah, they crossed it. They Technically, you could have probably, you could have properly 
you possibly could have trained the alien Ripley. You know, they're looking to, they, they just brought all these other aliens from the hijacked cargo and they want to train them to be like dogs. Why don't you just right. blend the, the, the DNA in the first place? That should have been the end there. goal to begin with was, yeah, the cross yeah. DNA. I just don't understand how they think any of this was a good idea. Well, yeah, there's that as well. I just go with the plan of bomb these motherfucking aliens. Let's, let's make them all disappear and life will be better. But it's the whole point is now I think also with this, the fact that we you know we saw like in the first first movie, the company, the second movie, the company, the third movie, the company. This one is the government yeah, operating I, I, in counter out outer international water space or whatever you want to call it. So they didn't have any regulations. Right. I don't understand why they just completely rid off Wayland. Because yeah. I mean, this, yeah. they, they had that tossway line that, that fell apart years ago. They got bought out by Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What is that garbage? Well, it was kind of funny. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of funny. The yeah, way oh, for it, sure. Know? But I mean, it, it, it's not necessary in this film. Mm-mm. It wasn't, but you're right. You know, once again, you have a a Joss Whedon lighthearted yep, writing. Yeah, that, that is definitely Joss Whedon right there for sure. Which they kept in, then all of a sudden it doesn't make sense. Which, all in all, let's be honest here, Alien Resurrection is a good premise. I think so, yeah. They're just Exe- poorly executed. Yeah. Yes. The storyline was great. Yeah. I mean, it had good elements there like there's things to work with with the ideas and to be honest like for 1997 film the graphics weren't that bad i mean you gotta put yourself back in 1997 like okay they've always done a great job with the alien alien well except for the last one the the, last newborn the newborn was like a little tough looks like et almost Mm -hmm. i don't know really different looking so, and the way that they kill them, that was that was kind of <laughs> cool, I guess. Like her splashing her blood against the window, making a hole, and he just basically yeah, gets was... his whole inside sucked out, and then his skull just breaks and goes and makes a bigger hole. It was meant to be gross, and it was, and I would argue it was a little drawn out. Yeah, it was very yeah. drawn out, but... It could have been like thirty seconds shorter. Yeah. Yeah. But again. But, but uh, one problem I think that. Dorf. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm so tired. <laughs> no, my my freaking mind is like still thinking of the guy's name. That get it? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But one you know of my main problems with this film is they show too much alien. Yeah. Like the first three. I mean, there was a little more in two, I guess. But in three, the first three, it's all off camera. You see glimpses of it. But, I mean, they put the full focus on the aliens throughout this film. The one argument that one of the guys we watched said is one of the main problems with the Draws sequels is you see too much shark. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's uh, Brad Dorf. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's done. He's he's a character actor. He's great. Um, I mean, we're talking about you know alien. You know, we're talking about Ripley as the predator here, and it was subtle. It was subtle in the fact that she was taller. I felt like she was. I mean, because she's standing next to Ron Perlman, who is not a small man. Right. You know, they enhanced her. You know. They gave her that badassness where she doesn't she doesn't cringe at anything or whatever. And the fact when you see her nails, they're kind of like almost green. Yeah. And talon like everything they gave when you look at her, I don't know if it's makeup or maybe just the fact that, you know, it's been eighteen years since she did the first one, you know, I feel like her her features are sharper, which at the same time when women age they lose their elasticity or whatever mm-hmm. i felt like it was it was great that she replies one two three four movies you know she did 
absolutely. And I felt her physical features in this movie, whether it was altered or not, showed to me, you could almost see how she did have some of the alien in her. Right. You know, and even like when we were watching, I'm like, God damn. But when she's standing next to like Winona Ryder, I had to look up yeah. how tall each of them were because I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And Scorny yeah. Weaver's 5'11 and Winona Ryder's 5'3. So, yeah. yeah. It's, well, do we do the big surprise of what Winona Ryder's was? We have not. No, we haven't done that yet. So go ahead. It's not a problem. Well, she's actually a robot. Yeah. That had government files downloaded to her head. Mm-hmm. That's why she was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't find out because until she, the asshole, I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, like the one scientist that shot her? Yeah, the one scientist shot her in the chest, and then all of a sudden she just, everybody thought she was dead, and then she shows up to help get the elevator door open because the asshole, like, locked it again and so um yeah i mean then everybody's like holy shit like we saw you get actually shot in the chest and then they find out that she's a robot and um yeah i mean i i was kind of like what the fuck like mason run yes dr mason run j.e freeman yeah okay yep yep I mean, honestly, you know, and at the same time, you think about one on a rider. Was this after her? I was going to ask you about that because I wasn't, I can't remember when her shoplifting spree went on. I believe this is after her shoplifting spree. Was that 95? Was her shop? Yep. I, say I mean, I, I guess it wasn't shop. really a spree, but she got busted shoplifting. Yeah. I said this is after the shop that things spray. Oh, that was so. in 2001. Oh. Really? Yeah. Shoplifted at Saks Fifth Avenue and stole merchandise worth $5,560. That was so stupid. She had the money. People are stupid. We just know this. <laughs> so, you know, we go through, you know, so basically the synopsis of the movie is we're going to clone Ripley's blood from... The platform from Idisidious Prime, whatever, that we're going to be able to, which your whole synopsis on this is awesome. Because if you think about it, Josh Whedon, or whoever wrote it in the first place, is taking, if you think about it, The Fly, the movie. Essentially, they're yeah. Trying to, yeah, it's kind of, they're trying to, like, the blood is in there because, it, you know, when, you know, people are pregnant or whatever, you basically are trying to do this but extract out the one part out of her and that's why i think it's kind of cool but then you know we're having the betty which is in the crew of the betty hijack these people that are supposed to be going to some mining place so we could and first of all why i mean i understand that they're pirates or mercenary whatever you want to call them i don't know what they are yeah I mean... black market years or whatever i don't understand we but you're not going to question why these people need these people still in hypersleep and you're going to a government it's it's got a great like covert thing going on and then at the same time you're gonna plant the eggs in front of them and then the rest ensues you know yeah. you know whatever <clears throat> what i do what i about i felt like and i don't know if you want to go with this with me on this one but i felt like the pace of this movie with they get okay so they pull the queen out and boom the queen is mature yeah that and that it seemed and boom, it felt like oh my god it was the time lapse between implantation impregnation however you want to call it didn't seem long enough yeah, and I I don't know that they in any of the previous ones did they ever say how long the egg needs to gestate before it's ready to hatch. Is it? I 
they day? Really did, is it? No, they don't really say that. Anytime. I, mean, I feel like there's variations because we've seen the variations between the cocooning and not cocooning where people are cocooned and the gestation takes longer. Yeah, I mean, you know? they made that nest in a big, quick hurry for... Yeah, that's what I feel like. You know, and, and next thing you know, every, it just feels like and they took over the whole entire ship way too fast. And next thing you know, they have like already like a whole thing downstairs and there's water. And, the, you know, it just that I felt wasn't an accurate time frame. Uh, yeah, I agree completely because they made it appear like these aliens are birthed and then two days later they're fully mature. Not even two days later to me. I swear to God, it felt like it was less than that. That like, very well could have been, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. That's where, I, that's where, I, that's the only suspension of disbelief that I can't do. You know, I could do the first one. I could do the second one. And even the third I could because it was a little bit different. Because, you know, the dog was the, you know, remember. Yeah, the, yeah. The extended, yeah. The extended and the other one, there was two different ones. But, yeah. This one, I felt like they were rushing that part too fast. If they were going to do any extra time or filming, it should have been during this time, not the setup of the space of the ship pulling in mm -hmm. and showing. You know, that's where they should have invested another ten minutes in this this part of the storyline before the other part of the storyline. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically, we're at. You know, and but remember how I know Dorf's character, or he was like, we're, we want to teach them. You know, we want to teach them. You know, mm -hmm. understandable. But the fact that they learned so fast, and actually they did. If you look at it, they really did learn so fast. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> with the liquid nitrogen and yep, the fact that they sacrificed one of their own to escape. I mean, well, I don't think they sacrificed. They just, two of them chose one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was, because I almost think they, he looked at him like, why me? You know, yeah. I almost felt like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Oh, it was almost like, why me? But at the same time, you think that they would have thought about the floor. Yeah. And I mean, later in the movie, one of the aliens like actually spits. Mm -hmm. the acid so why yeah. didn't they just do that they yeah instead they, they just, just killed one too. of them they could have been you know I, it, maybe they wanted to do it faster than what the guy could realize because they had already learned that it took him a while to un unlock the thing to get the button to do what he has to do well, you know yeah, that's yeah. the pop yeah yeah it's just you know right there you know there's little things here and there you, you know we see it hindsight retrospective you know sure sure we all see this little tweaks and stuff you know that's why it makes it a movie not a perfect movie you yeah. know and the fact that you know she can hear them and at this point in time you know she's locked in a cell close to them you know ripley yeah. is locked in close and she can hear them trying to beat through the, get through the door to her and she her first instinct is to escape and flee down down the way or whatever you know but you know not to be a spoiler and go from there beyond that but they don't want to hurt her do you know what i'm saying yeah i mean they it almost appeared that they looked at her as a parental figure just like they did the queen yeah that's what i'm saying because well definitely the the half breed or whatever you want to call it. well the, I think they call her the, the newborn. Is the what, newborn. What it's called? Yeah, the offspring of the, what your Ripley's gift to her is. A female you know, reproductive. Female, yep. Yeah. There is no host anymore. It is. It is perfection, and I get it. But when they take her and they take her to the queen, the queen's even like seeing her, like because you wonder if Ripley has alien her. Now the queen has the human in her, so she senses Ripley also. So it's there's a little there that could have been a little more cleared up a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I've been talking. Someone else is starting to talk. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I covered a lot of my bases when I started well, off all my stuff. Well, I mean, what about we see an alien swimming now? An alien swimming? Yeah, that was that was a pretty. I mean, that was one of the better set pieces of the movie. I think was them trying to get out underwater and coming up into the hive and it was essentially yeah. a trap well like how the one guy said in the review he's like and the pool cover was left out in the <laughs> pool <laughs> but yeah, yeah then like you get they get up there and those things are like jumping on their face or hatching like fuck that but you didn't see him jump in the water which was unique yeah i mean it seems like each one kind of evolved what they are capable of doing, each movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I don't hate that. Yeah. There is some different, you're right, there is some, you know, different evolving of the alien. And it made it really interesting, but at the same time, because it made me think to myself here, you have... The blood that was mixed with Ripley, who mixed it with the queen, who definitely should have mixed it with the egg, the egg potty things, whatever you want to call them. Right. Which should have been transferred to the host. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like these aren't pure aliens, that they might even have some human traits, hence why they were able, they were maybe, that's why they thought they could learn. Ah, potentially, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, let's just go ahead and talk about this also because we're talking about a few other things. We're talking about Joss Whedon. He had actually written Alien 5. Joss Whedon had already written Alien 5, just letting you know. There was an Alien 5 written out there. Really? That never got produced? Yep, and its setting is on Earth. Interesting. And Sigourney Weaver was not interested in doing it. But she was open to doing a fifth installment as long as she liked the story. Right. So I'm assuming and, that that yeah. one picked up right off where this one left off. Yep. Because like it got to Earth. Yep. Yep. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. and then I, I was trying to figure out why does Paris look destroyed? Is that like before when Earth ended? Well, I mean, this is 2247 yeah, or something so that like that. Earth ended. Yeah. Presumably, yeah. But they did say, like, when they were crashing the main ship, like, I found an uninhabited part. So I'm mm -hmm. assuming people still live there. Yeah, not as many as what it was before, but then next, you know, we had the crossover series. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there, you know, getting ready to watch Alien 4. I'm like, do, 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 and I'm watching it, ready to do it. And I'm like, okay. So we do an Alien 5 after this. And I literally had to think to myself, there is no Alien 5. <laughs> it's A versus P next. Yeah. Which, you know, I know it sounds stupid. You're thinking, ah, what do you mean there's no 5? You know, I just wasn't thinking. Because to me, the, it was the extension. Yeah, it's just P, a continuation. Could, yeah. Which, you know, we have all those Easter eggs and all the other crossovers and this and that going on. Yeah. So, you know, we got, so how do you think one of the main taglines that I like in this movie is, I thought you were dead. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. You know, there are, if you think about it, there are some classic little quips in this movie that, you know, I don't think got nearly as recognized. Yeah, I get that a lot. You know, that is actually kind of funny because you think about it, they always think she's dead and she comes right back. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a Joss Whedon lined up. One that kind of rubbed me the wrong way was when she first kills or kills the first alien and comes up out of the grating. Yeah, up through it, yep. yep. Uh, who do I have to fuck to get off this ship or whatever she yeah. said? Like, oh, come yeah, on. that one wasn't needed. Yeah, yeah and I, she I was. Did we talk about how she was always caressing people? Yeah. No, we have not yet. Yeah. But like, she just gets always up in people's faces and caressing their face and like smelling them. Like that's when, like when they found the one guy 
And she just goes right up to him and starts sniffing. She's like, he has one in him. We have to kill him. He's not, he's got to stay. But that's what I'm saying. That was, I think that was the alien part, the animal part of her that was basically awakened maybe by the alien DNA that was spliced with her. You know, that's what we're there. Well, that's a problem I have too, is because like they put, they put coal in like this completely like, trusting and uh ambivalent person like she she wants to save him at all costs but yet she helped get him there in the first place having full knowledge of what they were planning on doing oh absolutely so i mean there's kind of a hypocrisy there that i can't get by you're you know that's the whole point here she's supposed to you know she's um she's an android who's not supposed to do bad to anyone. And of course she is, you know, you know, we're programmed, but you know, by her, just her actions of helping bring those people to them, they're not supposed to do, you know, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like I said, there's certain things with this movie, you know, that I don't want to say hypocrisy, but at the same time, it almost feels like they're not consistent. Yeah, for sure. An android can never harm anyone, cannot do this, cannot do that. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, she's actually harming all the people that they kidnapped to. So how do you I think you let it what if she, yeah. like, switches over? Like, does it, does that mean? make sense? Like... So like somehow she goes back to like her old self. And oh, then, we're talking about. We're talking about Cole. Cole the android at this point. Oh, okay. But She's I mean, it's her directive programming. Back to I mean that I did like Sigourney Weaver's portrayal in this sense where she almost felt disconnected because yeah. of the again alien DNA that she has embedded in her. Like yeah, and she kept saying throughout the movie, "You're all gonna die." Like that's yep, just it's, it's, it's just what's gonna happen. She's blunt about it. It's almost like she has Tourette's and she's saying mm-hmm. it. Yep, you're all gonna die. You know, been here before. Yep, what are we gonna do? You're gonna die. And the fact she's, that she started to like develop empathy as it went along. Like she, originally, she didn't give a shit. Then she has a nice moment with Cole when she's hacking the system, and then at the end, she's actually crying over the death of the. Newborn, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so it was almost like she developed empathy once she was around more humans. Yeah, for sure. It's almost they treated her like an alien. They put her in, you know, the scientists a cage, a cage. So she became an alien. But once she was around the humans, she became human. So it almost makes you think that, well, who can develop what on what? what strength or what trait you know nurture versus nature i mean there was a bit of that with the newborn yeah, I think as that's well. What, yeah. well and i yeah. think that's how um cole or whatever cole was the android i think that's when um why she started was able to start killing people is because she started like seeing like um, Riley, Ripley, Ripley, Ripley. Um, I have a girl at work named Riley, so my mind, like, I just Ripley. I never know a girl named Ripley before. But no, here's well, my mindset. It was like, um, Ripley. She and Cole, like, I think, like, they started rubbing off on each other. Like, oh, like they're both. They, yeah, I they're think. both are different. They're not actual people, like. One's a robot, one's a clone. So I think, like, that's why she was able to get past female malfunctions because she's like, wow, we're a team or something. Like, they started just feeding off each other. Like, one was a bad bitch. One was, like, I'm right here. I'm doing everything. And then they just became one. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that's you know, that's a very good point. You know, the fact, you know, the alien hybrid, whatever, is with the, they're both not human, but together they start becoming human traits together. I get it. Yeah. Probably what you're saying. Yeah, that's where I was um, going with that. Plus, I've been smoking a little bit. So. Yeah, so whatever. But let's talk about, um, do we want to talk about Larry Purvis? Yeah, he the, was the guy, the guy that, that had was the alien, yeah. the alien growing inside of him, but still chooses. Now, whether or not he chooses to believe that they can save him or not save him, even though she's basically said, you're going to die, it's growing, you just <laughs> leave him, you're dead, whatever. He still chooses to do the right thing always, which I thought was, I don't know, a stark throwing the thing in this that of humanity that people are inherently good even though you got all these bad scientists and bad military people willing to kill knowing fact kill people or use them or manipulate them or abuse them knowing that that's happened to him he still chooses to do the right thing and you know he has one of the best scenes that ever where he kills the one scientist. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that you know that is pretty cool i mean whoever wrote that one and definitely did really good with that one and i even liked when they're explaining to him when they first find him what the hell's going on and Sigourney or Ripley's just like, you have a monster inside you and gives him the whole spiel and he's like, who the hell are you? I'm the monster's mother. Like, I like that yeah. line a lot. Yeah. And the delivery. Um, let's talk about um, oh, Tom Woodruff Jr., He's the lead alien, the alien queen, and the newborn. He had play, played uh, the alien in Alien 3. Really? So they brought him back again. Um, he he compared this alien to have more like a dog. Because remember how they're like climbing all over the ship getting in. They're like running like a dog on four legs. He yeah. felt like, yeah. So at the same time, you, I'm trying to understand... You know, maybe that's part of the reason why they looked more like a dog is because they had a little bit of the human in. You know, it's a little bit different. Um, he his biggest complaint was being covered in KY jelly all the time. <laughs> yeah, just let you know. <laughs> I believe that mm -hmm. wouldn't be pleasant. Yeah, I, <laughs> that would. Yeah, you didn't. But, you didn't sell me on that job at all. Yeah. So. Here's another question. Did anyone notice this? Did I didn't notice this? How mother, mother, and this one is father. Father, yeah, father. I did notice Yep, that. yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if you had noticed that. Yeah. Um, did we talk Any about the mummies? Oh. Father, mother, why do you think it got changed? It didn't get 200, or is it because there was a corporation and now the government? Yeah, I don't know what their intention behind that would have been, actually. Well, yeah. I don't. Rem I was kind of young because when both of those came out. So I don't know what was going on around that time that would be maybe pop political or. Well, it, from political. the first alien is, but, was you know, mother. Like something that, I don't know, around that time that was big. Okay. Like, I don't know if it was just based on the book. Well, there's a book, right? No. No. Yeah. No. All in all, you know, I, she got, you know, Sigourney Reaver got quite a bit of praise, you know, because I think when you look at her performance in this, she definitely, it is acting. I mean, you can tell. I mean, she definitely went outside the box and she did a pretty good job on the acting on this yeah i mean it's kind of refreshing to see a actor play the same character but play him differently when it's called for every single one of them was different yeah but i mean like now i mean and the fact that she evolved between the first second and third but then this one she's like not even ripley anymore yeah. She's just a clone. So I like the fact Ooh. that she was able to adjust her performance to 
I mean, be her but not her, essentially? Yeah, basically. She was. She was mean her but not her. Yeah. Now, did we talk about the mummies at the end? Go ahead. Um, what are you talking about? Like the cocoon. The cocoons. Which, I mean, had you... I guess they did show them in the second one. But had you not yeah. seen the extended version of Alien, you might mm -hmm. not have a good understanding of that. Yeah. Like where but they could coon them, where they, they could really still well. be alive. Um, yeah, like that's been like 200 years. Yeah. Right? No, that was the scientist that got... The guy that was like talking... Oh, that was okay. the guy that was captured when they first escaped. I thought that was that old. No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got a little confused when I saw that. I took it a little deep. But that would have been um, cool if they did it that way. I mean, though. that'd been interesting. I, I, you know? yeah. Now I should I be. Know how the fuck they got him there, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you know, you, you, once again, we had alien next, you know, we were 60 years in the future, 57 or 60, whatever. And then you have that, you have aliens and then you have like, just like a couple years. And then this is 200 yeah. years in the future. And then they're going, you know, the military protocol is to go back to earth. That's why the ship gets summoned to go back to earth. And they're like, Everyone's like, I don't want to go back to that hell. You know? Right. What a shithole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's how they viewed. Where Ripley, everyone before was always viewing to get home to Earth. Right. As as something better. Now it's kind of different. You know, that's a unique perspective of how they didn't want to go back. They'd rather live on a space station. You know? And I'm right. like, okay. <laughs> that's definitely interesting right there. You know, or they're, you know all these people getting away to go to mining colonies and do all this is definitely interesting. And they give you that brief glimpse at the end of like, um, dilapidated, uh, Paris. Yeah. Well, destroyed. Yeah. It definitely where, you know, you know, earth has always been the shining beacon or whatever. And, you know, it is hard for us to see it that way. You know, you know, not to bring up the movie of after earth, or a few other right. ones, you know, you know, where it is actually destroyed, you know, and people don't want to go back there. They want to live somewhere else. Yeah. They don't want, you know, they don't want earth. Yeah. Um, also just throwing it this out there that they wanted the newborn. Um, the director initially wanted the newborn to have a mix of female and male genitalia that you saw. I did notice uh, when this, when they were, having their caressing fest in the cargo mm -hmm. bay of the ship. Like, it looked like it had breasts. Yeah, it did. But they did. They decided they didn't want to show that because Fox was having a little issues because they didn't want it, you know. Right. I get it. I get it totally, yeah. you know. Yeah. There could be you a know. whole thing. This is 97. That not good. No. And that's the whole point. You know, you hear you're looking at, you know, once again, 
that the movie's over with the trilogy. It's done. She died. How do you bring her back to life? They themselves, Joss Whedon, directors, whatever, came up with a very good idea how to bring her back to life. And I want to give them kudos on that one. Absolutely. And to have her reprise the role for a fourth time, kudos. Yeah. You know, that's that's so hard if you think about it nowadays. I'm not want to say that's what is plague, you know, doesn't plague like Batmans and all this other stuff. But, you know, they always creep on switching or whatever. But it's hard to get someone to commit to that many times for the same role. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially 18 years after the fact or whatever it was. like. Yeah, and it, it is 18. It will, yeah, yeah, 18, 19. 18 or yeah 18 years after the fact that's pretty huge yeah that's a whole that's a whole generation oh absolutely yeah it is a whole generation i did see uh, she it, was an executive producer on that movie so i'm sure they tossed her a bullet of money to do it which doesn't oh, hurt once again <laughs> 75 million dollar budget where did the budget really go yada yep. yada yada <laughs> <laughs> for sure i'm sure now are we missing anything? I'm trying to think if we're missing anything. Was this nominated? For, it was nominated for some Saturn Awards, right? Um, let me pull it up quick. I yeah. believe so. What's up? We all got a little iPad things going on. You know, we got to love our little things. Google, Google me now. Seven wins. It did win some Saturn Awards. That's or, good. I mean. Won one, but was nominated for several. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that's a that's you know means something too. I mean, it's not like totally stupid or anything. Yeah. It just wasn't the strongest in the four. No, I mean, uh, it's the weakest, I would think for sure. But that, I mean, having watched this again, I didn't hate it as much as I remembered hating it. I. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I saw it when I was a teenager. It was the last time I saw it, so look at it with a more nuanced fucking eye, I suppose. But I remember when I just, God damn it, we got to watch this fucking movie. But I, it wasn't all that bad. See, we watched it that one time when we did our That's whole, right, we did. But Yeah. So I've seen it once. This is the second time around. But yeah, I mean, tell us our scores right now because. Okay, so you, sitting across from me, you went 7.8 for the first. Okay. Better for the second. You didn't even put a fucking number on it, you dumbass. <laughs> and then. What alcohol was involved there? <laughs> we don't know. And then a 7.2 for the third. I went. 9.4 for the first, 8.7 for the second, and a 7 flat for the third. Okay. You went 10 for the first, 9.4 for the second, and 7.5 and for the third. And once again, I'm going to agree with you on this. Watching this again recently, um, I, for some reason, I remember hating it more before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, yeah, this time watching, I picked up on a few more other details here. I want to give this a, I feel like it is the weaker of the four, but at the same time, I'm going to give it a seven. It's not terrible. It's decent. It's a, it's a decent, a decent movie. Could have been a standalone. No, because there's too much references to other stuff. But right. if they, it would have been a decent movie on its own. Yeah, I, it just did not. It just did not live up to all the expectations of everything. Yeah, I mean, you're standing on the shoulders of what came before you, so yeah. you're going to be judged yeah. against that as well. What was the lowest I gave on all three? Or all three? Seven two for the third. I was leaning more towards like a five eight. Five eight. Yeah. Like, it's good, but the director needs to get fired, and they need to redo it again. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of where my mindset is. I'm like, Josh, we didn't 
a great time. Like you could tell, you could see where he was going. The director did not give it what it needed. So that's why I gave it a low score was because I feel like if they put a director that actually knew what the fuck they were doing, excuse my French, but, um, it would actually be a decent movie. And I think the visuals were good for the year. I think, like I said, it's all the director. Everything was good, but the direct, like where the where the movie's going. So there's my rant. I I think uh, Joss Whedon writing it was a miscalculation. He's the kind of quippy comedy stuff that he does is good. I don't think it serves any purpose in this universe. Myself. Okay. That being said, I I like it. Like we've been saying, I did not hate this movie as much as I thought I did. So I would give it, uh, I'll give it a 6-2. Okay, that's good. That's so it's, it's a watchable film. The, one of the guys that we watched a review of absolutely fucking hated this movie. Oh, yeah. And Really? Yeah. He, I mean. What's his name? Chris Stuckman. He's got a YouTube where he reviews movies, and he's pretty funny and yeah, seems like to know his lot. shit. I like him a lot. But, yeah, he fucking hated this movie. I mean, it's not that hateable. I mean, come on. I mean, it's not terrible. No, I Guess don't. it could be better. I don't think it's... It's... I mean, again, comparing it to what came before, it's rougher, but... Yeah. It's rougher. You can see that there's conflicts. Yeah. You can see the conflicts. There's not a question there. You can see where a director was going one way, and you can see where a writer was going another way. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know why they don't fucking do this to begin with, but I think before a movie even goes into productions, you bring in the director, you bring in the writer, you bring in the producer, and have them talk, have a conversation about what they, what their vision of it is. I don't understand why you would go into production with a director that doesn't agree with the script that's so true yeah 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 so a lot of com a lot of conflictions yeah definitely oh no it's not a bad movie no honestly you're gonna spend time you you can do this it's not like i said you could tell everything was right except for the like the director that was my whole feeling about it. I See, like- I had more of an issue with the writing, I think, than the oh. direct. I mean, there were the Stuckman, I think, when he was talking about a lot of music video shots with like the close zoom ups and some yeah. of the things. It, and it made sense when he said it, it kind of looks like a nineteen late nineties music video mm-hmm. at yeah. moments. Yeah, true, true. That is. But you gotta put yourself in the era. Yeah, that's a hard part. Yeah, you do. I'm trying to remember why I thought I hated it so much. Because I remember going into this like, God damn it, I gotta watch Alien Resurrections again. But I don't, I don't understand why I hated it as much as I thought I did. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So for next time. Yeah, for next time we're doing. Oscar movies for best actor or best actor, actress or actress. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And if and and we're doing describe one movie, like you choose a male or female, and if you choose a female, then you at least have to say if I did not choose this, I would have chose this for the best. Well, I mean, it's just going to be (laughs) best performance, man or woman. In either category. Oh, yeah, we can do runner-up if we want to. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be of the opposite sex. So, like, if you thought two guys absolutely crushed it and the women were Okay, good, so we do runner-up, then. Yeah, I mean, runner we're going to be watching f- at least six of them, presumably, so you can have yeah, at two. At least to, do, to get our homework in. Yeah. 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 And uh, looking forward for Alien versus Predator, are we just going to do the both of them in one? I think we need to do both, A, B, versus P, and Requiem. 
Yeah. All at the same time, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Just get the torture done and over with. Well, no, because then we're opening up for Prometheus and Covenant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Awesome. Still loving this shit? Still loving it. All right. Well, um, yeah. We, um, let's figure out a schedule and we can do it next. And we will. I'll give you a holler when's the best time. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Right. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.